Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It's Thursday, and um, you know the market is pulled back a little bit. Um, it seems like oil's higher though, which is good, uh, and it looks as if you know we may be in for a bounce. Um, kind of hard to say uh, what's going to happen. I did uh, uh, put out a little video. Uh, this afternoon on why I was uh, entering a position in Exxon Mobil, a uh, very small position, just a half position uh, in one of my portfolios. So not a tremendously large position there at all. Um, let's take a look at the, uh, at, at the uh, um, spider at the, uh, S, at, at the S&P. Uh, we are down, unfortunately, today. Uh, you know, there's been, uh, I definitely think, uh, you know, it's again, the market is just kind of skittish all the way around. It's really tough to, to say exactly what's happening. But what happened is it came right up to the uh, we came right up to the 21 day moving average and we were rejected at the 3800 level. Of course, this is the this is the actual S&P here, not the spider. Let's move on over to the spider because that's probably going to give us a little bit better viewpoint. Of course, the spider is the world's largest ETF. And it covers the uh, all the stocks uh, weighted in the uh, S and P 500. So, uh, what happened on the spider, of course, is that you know similar kind of thing. Um, you know, we we're backing down. We're we're down about one percent on the spider, and we're off after hours as well. So, uh, definitely seeing that um, there's definitely a resistance at 380. Uh, we did come all the way down. This is what's so interesting about looking at the spider. We came all the way down to the consolidation, which uh, is right below 360 on the spider. It's about 358 on the spider, and we bounced, and that's very interesting. And again, we came up right up to the 21-day line. So this is kind of the range that it's been that it's been trading in. Um, the spider, and uh, it, it's uh, definitely interesting. Now. Uh, what I wanted to do is that uh, I, the the yield on the benchmark ten year Treasury did uh, go up today to three point eight two, and this is significant because this is making all the mortgages higher. Most of the thirty year fixed mortgages now are above six and a half percent; they're around six and a half to seven percent. So typically, um, you know, this is going to probably impact very significantly the home builder market. And I suspect that a lot of people that have contracted for houses during this time are probably not going to be able to qualify. So watch out for certain stocks. Lennar is one of them, DR Horton. These stocks may have difficulty in this market because, uh, you know, the fact that people that qualified when that, when they went under contract for the houses now can't qualify because of the interest rates. But I don't think that uh, the Fed is going to lay off the gas. I think they're going to go higher. They have to kill inflation. And uh, so what's happening, I think, is uh, we're going to see, uh, you know, we're going to see oil prices go higher because oil oil equals inflation, basically. It's in everything. And the problem that we're having really in, I believe, in the market is what a lot of people aren't telling you, and that is there's a diesel shortage and that's affecting everything in the supply chain. So be very careful there. Um also, the price of crude, West Texas Intermediate, uh, basically moved up to about 89. I think it's probably going to go higher because OPEC had a deal with the uh, Russians and that is going to constrain the supply. So uh, look for a very bleak winter in, um, 
in Europe. I think it's going to be very tough for them. Uh, but I do think that we're going to see a spike in oil prices. I mean, I think it could go as much high as 120. But again, you know, I don't definitely have a crystal ball on this. Um, also, the uh, initial jobless claims uh, went up. And part of the reason I believe they are is because of inflation. I mean, there's just a lot of sectors that are very inflation resistant, uh, very inflation uh, oriented. For instance, the restaurant sector, if you have restaurants, prices are going up you're going to see some jobless claims and that's just the way it is. Um, and uh, so I do think uh, with all that bad news, you would think, well, gosh, Jim, you, you're, you should be an op, you should be a pessimist. Well, I actually, I know, and I've, this is very strange, but I am, I really believe that we're in a situation where we may have bottomed because everyone else is so um, it, it, everybody else right now is so pessimistic that I think that, you know, we may be in a situation where, um, you know, we can see some change. And uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at. And part of the reason I'm doing, part of the reason I'm looking at that, let's put this up for everyone on TikTok, is that uh, this, is a, this is a thing called the bears and bulls. And basically this uh, chart goes out and looks at all of the, the financial writers and seeing kind of what, if they're bearish or they're bullish. Interestingly enough, this is a contrarian indicator and this indicator indicates that when the bulls are in the minority and the bears are in the majority, many times this is the bottom of the market. This is where, where it bounces. Now, obviously, the long-term trend of the market is downward, but I do believe that we're in a little bit of a we're in a little bit of an uptrend here, uh, potentially in the market. So, um, contrary to popular belief, I think we are going to see a little bit of strengthening in terms of the market. I, I, I wouldn't be jumping into anything in the NASDAQ or any technology stock right now, that's for sure. But I would be strong in the oils uh, and the inflation, um, the, the inflation dependent areas of the market. So that's kind of where I'm seeing it. So basically, when the percentage of bears crosses above the bulls, that's where a bottom is more likely, and you can definitely see that is what's the case here. The um, the bears are the green line, the bulls are the red, and so that's kind of what is going on. So very interesting in terms of that, uh, you know, in in terms of, in terms of that look, and um, so <clears throat> that's why I am getting actually, believe it or not, I am actually getting more. Uh, I'm getting more bullish. It's very odd, uh, but I'm getting more bullish. And, uh, and that's kind of the thing. I did buy an interesting stock today. It's the only medical stock that I have right now. And that is a company called Shockwave. And uh, Shockwave, let's see, you can see the chart here uh, for everyone on TikTok. Shockwave is an interesting stock. Uh, the reason I bought it, of course, is it moved down to the, uh, it bounced at the 50-day moving average. And so hopefully that's right. It was off today. But uh, hopefully I'm right on this one. Uh, it's got a 96, real, uh, 96 composite rating, which is very, very good. That makes it in the top 4% of all stocks out there. Uh, so that's looking pretty darn good. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, uh, this is a pullback to the 21-day line on light volume. I think we may see a bounce here. Well, who knows? Very, very small position. I'm only in it uh, basically an eighth of a, of, of a position. So not even, I'm, I'm sorry, in a quarter of a position. I have a quarter of a full position. So very, very, very small in terms of that. Um, I also wanted to show you the um, Exxon that I did buy today. Uh, Exxon I bought uh, basically at uh, 
about one oh one. I think it was a little bit below. Yeah, a little bit below um, one hundred is where we bought it. We're about ninety nine and change. Uh, it's up uh, today. One oh two is kind of where it was at at the midday. This has a composite rating of ninety eight, which is puts in the top two percent. This is the one I do think that is possibly. I, I think it likely to pull back tomorrow a little bit, but uh, uh, it's looking pretty strong. I think in terms of you know where it's going. So hopefully we can see that uh, that move higher. Um, here's my current market exposure, uh, and um, you know what I mean by this, of course, is the um, the market exposure being uh, how much I'm in the market, how much I'm out of the market. I'm pretty much out of the market right now, as you can see, almost a little over 75% here is uh, in cash, uh, and I do have four uh, four positions, uh, uh, basically one in Sinclair Oil, that's Dino, D-I-N-O. Uh, I'm also in um, Chenier Energy. This is uh, this this is LNG. Is the um, LNG is the uh, symbol there, and also uh, I'm in um, uh, Exxon Mobil XOM. And then of course we talked about Shockwave. So those are the four that I have. Uh, if we show so some more strength, I will probably be adding to those positions uh, as well. So kind of gives you an overview of sort of what's going on. In terms of um, you know, in in terms of the in terms of the market, so thank you very much. Let's get to some of the questions and uh, you know, get get to some of the questions. So hopefully we can we can deal uh, in this tough tough market. Charles, you're always first up. That's always great. Uh, all of the Nasdaq 100 stocks were up only six times in the last 20 years. I um, never in a um, in a bear rally. Uh, could this be good news? I think it is actually. <laughs> I know this is very contrarian, and that's why I was showing the the chart for the. Um, so let's look at the QQQ. That's just the Nasdaq 100 uh, ETF, and uh, I'm going to put up the Qs here, and let's take a look at them. You know, you're right. I mean, it was. I mean, I, what I'm saying is, I do think that we potentially. You know, it's it's extremely hard to call bottoms. Uh, it's it's extremely hard to call bottoms, but that's one of the reasons why I started. I've started to move into the market a little bit um, very carefully. I mean, I'm you know, it's not a whole lot. The reason I'm starting to move into the market is because uh, the bulls and bears are telling us there may be a bounce. This is also interesting. The fact that they're all up today, this may be a bounce. So we're starting to see, at least in the near term, we're starting to see a potential, maybe a potential floor. So. Who knows what's going to go on? Again, I'm not. I'm. I'm trying to go very small with the size. I'm only trading one portfolio right now. You know, I trade several, and I'm only really trading one. But I think you may be on something really big because I do think that it that it's likely that we may be in a situation where we're starting to see a bottom. I know that's a very strange thing, but um, we. I think we may be starting to see at least a bottom for the time being. Now. Long term, I still think we're in a downward trend, but at least for the time being, I think many of the NASDAQ law, uh, stocks have lost so much of their value that I think that uh, you may be really on to something here. So um, I think that's a real, real interesting thing to say. But again, I would be extremely careful in terms of your exposure. It's just tough, uh, tough to go. All right, let's take a question from TikTok. Thank you very, very much. 
a question on Tesla. Unfortunately, I wish that um, I wish that Tesla. I wish I had better news for you on Tesla. I really, uh, I, I I really believe that I I I really wish that I had um, better news for you on Tesla. I you know right now I just don't think it's the time for Tesla. Uh, you know, and um, so um, so for TikTok, let's let's an let's answer the let's answer the question here. All right, so this this question is coming from TikTok, and it's basically on Tesla. So let's move over to the Tesla chart and look at it. TSLA, of course, is the symbol for Tesla. And there we go. And here's the problem that I'm seeing with um, here's the problem I'm seeing with Tesla. Of course, uh, is that you know we had another down day today. We're 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 you know. Uh, even though the even though the the volume is going down, we had another down day for Tesla, and it's towards the it's a dagger. So basically, it's uh, I mean the the candle is pointing downwards. So we're closing at the low. Uh, we're not closing quite at the low of the day, but we're closing lower on the day. So uh, I just think that that you know Tesla has just got to consolidate here, and you know it's just it may be it may be a long time for for Tesla. I mean we could be another you know. I mean, we could be five years, literally, um, because sometimes a stock doesn't consolidate. It takes a long time to consolidate. I remember in 2017, I started buying Microsoft, but I hadn't bought uh, since uh, 2000, basically 1999. Uh, it hadn't gotten back to where it has gone. So even a great stock like Microsoft could take many years to come back. Uh, I'm not saying that's necessarily the case for, for, um, for Tesla, but it definitely seems to be kind of, um, you know, it seems to be kind of in a consolidation. I think we just got to, you know, hold our breaths and, and uh, you know, and, and go from there. So, I, I again, Tesla, I think you're going to be waiting some time. I wouldn't be jumping in on Tesla. I just, I just wouldn't be jumping in on Tesla. Um, Christine is uh, taking a look at Oxy, and this is a stock that I do like a lot. Um, of course, Warren Buffett has been accumulating this um, stock pretty pretty ravenously uh, uh, going forward, but uh, it, this is a good stock and, um, you know, uh, $70 a share. It's in the buy zone. Let's see if we can, uh, what I'm going to do here. Oops. What I'm going to do is uh, deal with, uh, let's, I'm going to take off the, uh, the, the annotation. We look at the stochastics on this one. And uh, also I'm going to remove some of the, comments that I made. There we go. All right. Okay. So on the stochastics, we definitely have a strong, we, we, we definitely have some strong buying activity. There's lots of blue here, not quite up above the, um, the average, but looking very, very good. One thing I would be concerned about here at this level, buying at this level, I think it's a little extended uh, because it has this very nice cup. And then this is the handle and it's moved up very nice off the handle, but we're, we're above the pivot. So this is a tough one here. Uh, it's got a hundred percent checklist. Um, Oxy has a hundred percent checklist and uh, the, uh, the ownership is improving. So we have lots of funds that are still coming into this fidelity contra fund, which is one of the best funds out there is in it as well. So this is one that we do follow here. So the market looks very good. The only, my only concern here is on the technicals, 
we are 9% above the 21-day line. I like to buy within 5% of that. So this is a little extended here. I would wait for a little bit of a pullback. I don't know if you're going to, I don't know if this is going to allow us a pullback, to be honest with you, but I would be a little bit leery here. If you do buy it at this level and it's got a 99 relative strength, try a smaller position. Try, you know, try a smaller position. We are above the pivot. The pivot on this cup with handle, stage two cup with handle, is at uh, 66.16. So, at uh, 70.50, we are a little bit above that. So be, be forewarned that uh, we possibly have a situation where we have a, uh, where, where it's extended. So I would be careful with this one. I think you still can buy, but I would just be careful, um, uh, you know, um, Oxy is slightly extended. And, and and that's you know it's 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 always difficult to tell but oxy is slightly extended so I think you got to be a little bit careful coming in on this one but uh, excellent excellent stock um, I definitely think that you're looking in the right uh, neck of the woods I definitely think you are and we talked about Tesla so let's uh, take another one here from Charles um, in my opinion a cheap XOM <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, this is this is one of the reasons one of the reasons I went for XOM only because not because I'm so in love with ExxonMobil, but because it's such a large stock, and, and we're in a we're in essentially a market a rising market for for oil. Um, you know, I kind of took the the wimpy way out and bought uh, bought Exxon. I didn't you know I agree with you. I think Oxy is a great company, um, but here's the company I want to show you that I don't own. Um, and the problem is I already have enough oil stocks, but this is what I want to show you. It's Hess. I don't know if you've probably heard about this company. Uh, it's very big in New York, um, and it is right in the buy zone. So this is one I think you could consider here. Um, again, very strong relative strength, 97, coming off a cup with handle. Many of these charts are very, very similar, uh, just by the nature of the beast, because I mean, you know, they're basically selling the same commodity and that is, you know, fuel. So it's a good commodity, but they're, that's why the charts are very similar. This is one I think you could consider as well. It's Hess. It is uh, in the international refiners space, which I think is very, very good. Not quite as strong a checklist as ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil, of course, has a 100% checklist. This one only an 89, but still extremely good. And if we look at the and and if we look at the um, uh, if if we if we look at the uh, um, at the uh, fundamentals, let's take a look at the fundamentals on Hess here. Uh, let's see if we can. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So here are the, here are the fundamentals on Hess. As you can see, in the last quarter, it's just been it's just been uh, tremendous. Sales up eighty seven percent in the last quarter. That was in June. 24 before that, 59, 50, uh, 54, just very, very strong. 796% increase in profit. So they're printing money right now. PE ratio, a little bit high at 28, uh, but uh, still pretty good. Return on equity, 12%. That's excellent. Cash flow is excellent. And if we look at their potential for next year, they're showing potentially they're going to be up 30% in terms of profit. So I think that this is a good one. I, I really think that, you know, the expectations are very, very good for Hess, uh, at least going forward. That's H-E-S is the symbol on that one. So 
not a bad one to look at either. So if you're if you're if you're trying to build a watch list, this might be a good one to possibly take a look at. All right, let's uh, look. Um, can you look at Chilroy? I don't think you're going to be very. Um, I don't think you're going to be very um, uh, satisfied with Chilroy. I think Chilroy. Uh, let's see. I'll take a look at TIL. I think that's it. Is that TALR? No, TILR. T R A Y. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be very, very satisfied with Chilray. Unfortunately, it's just not doing well in this market. Um, I was just at Lowe's and they had a no shoppers. That's interesting. Okay, well that that shows you, you know, that you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I think that you know, that's just inflation. And, um, you know, even though I think that, you know, we may have bottomed, I think that, you know, the market for retail is not not looking good. The areas of the market that are going to do well, though, are going to be fuel, because even though they have no shoppers at uh, Lowe's, and that's very interesting saying that, even though they have <coughs> no shoppers at Lowe's, people are still driving their cars. <coughs> and that is um is making it so that i think that the um the companies that are providing gas and diesel should continue to do well because people will be buying that and not stuff at lowe's so let's see if we can there we go all right um let's go tesla to 300 i hope you're right but i don't think that's likely to happen right now Exxon was so last week. Um, why didn't you buy that? Well, you know, you typically buy on strength, and uh, I, I see increasing strength, of course, in uh, Exxon. Uh, so I, I don't always, I don't, I don't necessarily buy at the bottom. I try to buy on the trend, and as it's trending up, that's usually what I'm trying to buy. So, all right, let's talk to Mr. G. AMD misses three uh, Q3 sales margins by a billion dollars. Ouch. Whew. Let's look at let's look at AMD and see kind of what the damage is. This is this is one of the reasons why it's just I think it's tough to be in anything in the in the in the Nasdaq. It's just right now it's just not giving us a whole lot of um, it's not showing us a whole lot of love in the in the Nasdaq. But uh, yeah, I'm going to come over here and take a look at the daily chart and see. All right, let's take a look. And no, okay, so. After hours, look at we were down. Well, we weren't down that much. Oh yeah, we are after yeah after hours. We're off, off a lot. We're off almost four percent. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid it's going to probably bounce and it's going to probably bounce downward. This might be a good short actually. Uh, let's see if we can let's see if we can short this one. You know, again, I'm not in the shorting mode um, because I do think that at least in the near term we're likely to see it bounce, but. Um, I want to see where the potential short. Yeah. Okay. I think it's likely if it moves below 50, if it moves below 59, I think there's a good chance that this could be, this could be a good short, but right now, not so much. So just interesting uh, that that's showing that. All right. Charles is talking about, uh, has, okay. Uh, Exxon mobile BP. Yeah. These are all pretty good. Um, at least for right now. Uh, let's look at Devon, DVN. It's another stock that I like a lot. DVN. 
Let's take a look at it. Yeah, Devon Energy. Let's go back to the daily chart. Pull it over there. Yeah, and that's showing strength. No surprise uh, with the price of, of crude. Uh, let's see if we can draw a trend line. Yeah, well, you're still, okay, so the reversal line, that's your reversal line. We're right at the reversal line. This is interesting. Here's what I, here's what I would say uh, on this line. This is the, essentially the reversal line, I think. And I think if we have one more day of strength, this is a buy uh, probably. But, I, you know, again, I think there's likely to be a pullback tomorrow. But that's just because it's up one, two, three, four. Yeah, it's up four days in a row. Typically, you know, five days in a row would be incredible. But it's got a 100% checklist. So I agree with you. I think DVN is looking very, very good. On the technicals, uh, we are a little bit a little bit extended because we're, we're at 10% above that uh, 21 day line. Um, so I'd be a little bit, I'd be a little bit worried about here. I I'd wait for the pullback, but I think if it pulls back uh, basically to closer to the, to, to the uh, 21 or even the 10 day line, let's see how close to the 10 day line is. I think they could, that would be a spying signal. Now we're, we're 15% above the 10 day line. So probably too far, but uh, this, if it moves above this reversal line here, I think you might have a winner. Uh, I think you might have a winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right. Jay's interested in Lulu. Uh, this is one I tried to short uh, unsuccessfully, I might add. Um, you know, I, I, I've never been able to figure this one out. I've always thought, you know, how could this company do so well with yoga pants? I mean, I, I did very well shorting Peloton, but, you know, I guess this isn't really in the same same league. This has gone. This is up today. It's just amazing. Um, I mean, even though the volume is going down, people are buying this. I don't understand this. I don't understand why they're buying this one. I just don't understand it. And if I don't understand it, it's better for me not to not to be um, you know not not to be in it <laughs> because I've tried this one. I've tried to short. You can see short. I see. I shorted fifteen shares there. And it went up the next day. So I thought, oh, well, I have, I, you know, it's definitely, look at that. You know, it's, there's the waterfall. I shorted it, boom. I was, I was out. I was out, as you can see. I still think this one is going to collapse, but I don't, one thing I have learned is that, you know, if you've shorted it, it doesn't work, move on, because uh, you obviously don't know what you're talking about. And that's, uh, that's the case with Lululemon and me, so I, I can't say I know what I'm talking about with Lululemon. Any pipeline stocks? Well, um, gosh, to, uh, let me see. Look at let's let me look at EP. That's one of the big ones. Uh, oh, that's Empire Petroleum. Um, what is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of that. What it what it is? It's not EP. It's um, um, it's Enterprise Partners. Yeah. I can't remember the symbol. That probably would be your best bet for a um, for a uh, pipeline stock. All right, let's see if we can uh, get some more questions from TikTok. Thanks for holding here. All right, um, bought calls on Exxon Mobil, Oxy, and EQT oh, last Thursday. You're doing great, man. Uh, John, is it John? Uh, yeah, Johnny. Hey, Johnny Ball, uh, you're doing great. Uh, excellent. Let's look at EQT. You, you, you made a great call. You know, you've got more balls than I do. <laughs> That's 
all I can say. But I think they're. I think you're going to win. I think you're going to win on uh, on the on, on those calls, Johnny. I think you're going to win. Uh, it looks that looks pretty. That looks like a pretty good thing. I wish I. I wish I had been with you there. I was a little bit uh, hesitant. EQT. Let's look at this one. This is the Colombian oil company, and it's uh, it's reversing. So you know this one may be a potential here as well. Let's take a look at the chart. Um, and uh, basically, what's going on here with um, with this one is that we came down, you know, below forty, and we've got a nice bounce. Where we, but here's the thing: we just saw some resistance right at the, uh, the right at the fifty-day moving average. So this one, I don't know. This I I do think it's likely to go higher, but uh, boy, I don't like this chart as much as I like some of the other charts out there. So I think that uh, this probably is not the best one to go with. Let me just take a look at. I want to. What I'm doing here is I'm just kind of comparing the charts. I want to compare EQT because Hess, uh, because I think Hess is the better of the two. But I, that's my opinion. No, I'm wrong. <laughs> I would have. I would have said that, but uh, I'm wrong on that. Um, well, let's go show you the the. Uh, uh, where where that is so let's go here and this is the comparison between eqt and hess um there we go and you can see eqt is definitely uh outperformed no question about it let's go back uh, last quarter and see how that's doing there um and take a look there okay well Hess is starting to move up. AQT is going to move down. So this is kind of what I would look at here. Uh, out of these two, I think you're better off with Hess. I think it's a stronger stock, at least for right now. So that's kind of my that's kind of my take on it. All right. Well, we're almost at the end of the show. I thank you so much, everybody. Let's uh, see if we get another question from TikTok here, real quick. All right. So TikTok. Thank you for joining. B O R R. Oh, let's look at uh, Coinbase. Uh, let's 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 look at let's look at Coinbase here uh, and see if there's anything if there's any any hope for Coinbase. I, I think I, I heard that Coinbase was restricting um, was was restricting withdrawals, and that of course is in, if you're in the financial services area or bank or semi bank, that is the kiss of death. And uh, you got to be super careful when that happens because when that starts to happen, when people can't withdraw their money, that's when the regulators come calling. So uh, this is the chart for Coinbase. And um, <coughs> here we go. Ch flip it over here uh, on TikTok. Uh, here's, here's the case. I mean, it's just been flat as a board. Like my first girlfriend. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, 73, 70. Okay, so so basically, here we go. You know, we're below the 200-day uh, moving average. You know, and uh, it just looks, uh, you know, not not uh, not that good. I I would be, I don't think I would be in this one. Uh, you know, this this is going all the way, basically from, um, you know, a high of about 368, all the way down to 73. So this has lost almost 80% of its value. So I'd be very, very careful with Coinbase. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. By the way, I uh, just wanted to remind everyone, as I always do, 
if you are not already a member of the Axe Trailers, just go to www.dallas trading floor. Also, if um, you could please like the show, it really helps us out. And like and subscribe definitely helps us out uh, with that. Um, we definitely we definitely like to see it when you like the show. So please like the show, and uh, we will be back, of course, tomorrow. At um, uh, we'll be we'll be back to we'll be back tomorrow at five as well. But uh, there we go. If you could just like that show, also you can go to www.dallastradingfloor. But please like us, and that helps us tremendously uh, with with. Uh, you know, with that. So please like the show. And also, if you're not already a member of the Dallas Trading Hall, just go to www.dallastradingfloor. So until tomorrow, happy trading. <laughs>